Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Thank you, Carl, for that amazing introduction, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun Podcast. I am so excited. I absolutely love Fridays because it's my way of purposely touching people's hearts in a positive way, and I actually am very excited today because I have a new-to-me friend who is joining me as my guest today, Marlene Cameron, and Marlene is an award-winning coach who helps women business owners and leaders have exceptional clarity and confidence in order to achieve excellence and success with greater ease and flow. She is a former interior designer, financial analyst, and energy psychology practitioner. She celebrated nine Mardi Gras while living in New Orleans has walked the 800-kilometer Camino de Santiago across Spain solo and completed a three-day vision quest without food or shelter in the Canadian Rocky Mountains. She is a golfer by day and a tango dancer by night. Welcome, Marlene, to our podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Penny Lee. It's so nice to be here. I'm so happy to have you. And I have to say, happy Friends Friday. Thank you. All righty. So listen, we decided that we were going to talk about one of the four C's for success that I uh, speak of. And of course, uh, I personally find that in this order, they seem to make the most sense to me anyways. And so the first one, the first C is to make a commitment. And that would be a commitment to yourself to an idea, perhaps to somebody else, but make a commitment and follow through. The second C is communication. The third C is community. And the fourth C is collaboration. So we're starting all over with the first C, commitment. So tell me a little bit about your idea of commitment. I really liked what you said briefly there about different aspects of commitment. So we can can commit to somebody else. We can commit to an idea. We can commit to a project. But to me, the essence of any commitment is a commitment to ourself and how we decide to step into something or decide to embark on something speaks a lot to how willing we are to not only hold ourselves accountable, but how to keep going when things run off the rails, when they go sideways, when unanticipated things come up. And to me, the commitment piece is sort of the thing that, that takes us over the, the hills and valleys, if you will, you know, to arriving at a place where we had a hope to achieve, but also knowing that if we are halfway down the road and we come to a fork in the road, then there's an opportunity to recommit. And so it doesn't mean that we have to go blindly in a direction where it no longer makes sense or we're no longer aligned with that we can also take that fork in the road and and proceed. I love how you said that. And, you know, deciding to step in and how you step in 
to that commitment or something that you are working towards is really important. And I find, um, you know, making a commitment is kind of sacred. You know, you don't want to just say you're going to do something and then not be able to follow through on it. And you're absolutely right. There's always things that come in our way that we have to overcome. So hurdles that get in our way and then we have to navigate a new way to continue forward in order to reach our objective and follow through on our commitment. And boy, oh boy, you have made some pretty powerful commitments, I think, in your time based on your bio because I know that uh, in your bio it talks about you walking the Camino de Santiago and that's a very big commitment I think anyways from the people that I've spoken to so tell me a little bit about that yeah I had um, been looking at walking the Camino and hadn't been able to find anybody to go with so after my little dog passed away I thought that um, this is the year to do it so I remember at a coaches conference telling a colleague of mine I'm going to walk the Camino this year And it was like in kind of announcing it to him, just basically one person, it kind of set me on my path. And I had never walked anywhere. (laughs) I do play golf, but I've never, I didn't have any equipment. I didn't have hiking boots. I didn't have own a backpack. So that was all new to me to, um, to set the course. And so I gave myself, I think, three months to train and started going out and, um, you know, walking more and more every day. And. I had fallen on the ice the winter before and kind of bashed my knee, but it had healed pretty well. And when I was on a a training hike in the Rockies, I fell and it didn't particularly hurt at the time, but, but on the way going back to the parking lot, it just started to hurt like hell. And this was about three weeks before I was (laughs) to leave for Spain. And I thought like, this is crazy. But the even crazier thing was the next day I booked my flight to Spain anyway, Wow. <laughs> so you had this sore knee that was re-aggravated. Exactly. And you just went ahead and booked your flight regardless. I did. <laughs> and wow. I was like, I know. It's like, wow, that was pretty interesting. But a part of me knew that, you know, hundreds of thousands of pilgrims had walked that journey over centuries. And I'm a big believer that that places hold energy. So I told to myself that I'll just go and see how it unfolds. But there there would be an energy there, if you will, to support me. And it was so beautiful how that energy showed up. So it would be people I met or things that I learned on the way. And I remember the first couple I met, Honest to goodness, their names were Mary and Joseph. And I just thought wow. it's the funniest thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but they were, they were actually started all the same time. And I didn't walk with them, but I kind of met up with them at these hostels for a couple of evenings. And I was in a lot of pain, you know. <laughs> but then I learned about ibuprofen. I thought, oh, that, that could be a, um, something that would be helpful. And so I just kept going and, and with the intention that. I'll just go until I absolutely can't. But then I always could. I always, I always could, you know, go a little further the next day. And and even when I fell ill and, and stayed in the village for a couple of days, it's like, um, 
I just kept going. And then it was about two weeks into the walk, which took me five and a half weeks. It didn't occur to me then, like I actually might make it all the way. But I, I didn't stop myself because I didn't think I couldn't make it. I kept going until it was proven to me I couldn't make it. And that never happened. So ah. I was able to walk all the way. So you, you were sick for a couple of days. And so you were held back and it took you a total of five and a half weeks to walk. The- yeah, it was 40 days. Isn't that an interesting number? That is, <laughs> that is an interesting number. <laughs> wow. It's so interesting, like you say about the energy and recognizing that there is something powerful that is helping us to get to where we need to be or to help us accomplish our goals. And I think that's something that people may forget Mm -hmm. if they haven't experienced something like what you're talking about, right? Because what I find is people tend to embrace excuses pretty rapidly and find ways out versus focusing on reaching their objective and overcoming the hurdles. Because really, I think overcoming the hurdles is the exciting part. It's because what's on the other side is much more exciting than staying behind that hurdle that's come in the way. It's there for a reason. And I think it's always to teach you a lesson. Mm -hmm. I wanted to add something, though, I just thought of this individual, this gentleman who I had announced I was walking the Camino, uh-huh. he, actually, he actually phoned me the day I was leaving for Spain. And because he knew of another woman who had gone to walk the Camino, and she pushed herself way too hard, like tried to walk way too far every day, and actually did not make it because of that. Ah. And he said to and the only thing he said to me, he said, Marlene, don't do anything stupid. And I thought like, <laughs> what would that look like? Going to Spain with a sore knee? Like that would be, you know, probably be the first stupid thing. But <laughs> I thought that was so funny. That was his advice. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? Because I think well, I know some parents say that to their children, you know, don't do anything mm-hmm. stupid, right? Mm-hmm. So what is stupid? That is a whole other conversation, right? You know, because there's different perspectives of what that really is too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything to add to this? It was just like your listeners to um, just reconsider where they might have something that they would love to try in their lives and just pay attention to all the ways that they're talking themselves out of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I think that's really important, all the different ways they can talk themselves out of something. Mm-hmm. I've had a few experiences, and that's why I said those challenges are always, they're there for a reason, and embracing them and recognizing that it's a lesson and that the other side of that is just so amazing and, and makes you feel so full of happiness that you've accomplished that, right? Yeah, it's like, make the commitment and... Just have fun with it. Yeah. And that's what we're all about. Friends Friday fun. (laughs) All right. So from our uh, purple category, it's about relationships. So Uh the question is, who is your best friend and why? Oh, wow. I've got a, a few really awesome 
great best friends. So I'll just make them into one collective best friend. Awesome. The The thing I love about my best friend, plural, is, first of all, the love I feel from them, but all the ways that they they challenge me to be a better version of me, you know, when I'm getting in my own way, or, you know, when I need some really good constructive feedback, or, you know, where I'm into my story, and and they're, you know, letting me know that I'm into my story. So it's kind of that a beautiful combination of feeling loved and safe with them, but also being challenged. Oh, beautiful. That's awesome. And you know, it's so true, because I think your best friend is usually somebody that you can lean on. And this whole Friends Friday Fun podcast, when I launched it, I looked up the definition of a friend. And it was interesting because a friend is basically not an enemy. That's a friend. So that leaves a lot of people, really. (laughs) Right? And when I talk to people, they're going, oh, you know, I a friend to me is somebody I can count on. Well, I think that's where the perspectives come into play, right? For you, even answering this question, who is your best friend and why you have a different perspective, you have a collective of best friends, Mm -hmm. which is a different way of looking at it. And that's why it's so fascinating. These cards are so amazing because they're really an opportunity for you to have meaningful conversations with people and uh, be able to understand where people are coming from because we all have different experiences. So we all come from a different place. And the frustration that people deal with of, you know, they're not listening to me or they don't understand. Well, because they're thinking based on their own experiences. And that's why these questions allow you to open up the opportunity to really seek to understand where people are coming from, meet them where they're at. Right. Yeah, so pretty awesome. Well, that's great. And uh, now, of course, you have the opportunity to pick a card for our next episode, pick a number between one and 22. I'll pick 11. What did you learn today? So that's not for you to answer. That'll be our question for our next episode. So thank you so much uh, for sharing. And I do want to just mention Friends Friday Fun podcast came as a result of me wanting to make a difference in my community. And the reason why this came to be is because over 10 years ago, I rolled my car. And the first responders didn't even think I was alive. It was so bad. There was no roof left. I was just so grateful that the first responders were there to help me that I literally did not have no broken bones, no scratches, nothing. I really believe that I was protected. I was in a bubble and I was protected because I asked for help. So I chose my annual day to do a big give. And it's my way of saying thank you to all of the people in my community that provide a service. And I'll go to the library and say thank you to the librarian. I go to the post office. I go uh, to the fire station. I go to the police department. And years ago, when I first started, I used to make cookies to 
give away, but today, you know, you got to be careful. So uh, last year when I did the big give, I actually went and bought dad's cookies because they're individually wrapped. And when we went to the fire station and the, the firemen opened the door, they were just like, Oh my God, this is so nice. And, and I said, you know, I just want to say thank you for all you do. And it's a way of causing a ripple effect. So it's 12 days before Christmas. And the concept is just to be extra nice. You know, I told this to the uh, paramedics, gave them a cookie. And then the next year when I went back, they shared with me that they had cleaned the neighbor's laneway. They, and then that lady ended up cleaning somebody's car windshield. That's what it's all about, right? It's not about the gifts. It's about how can you be um, make memories and make it extra special for people leading up to Christmas. And so the big give happens on December 13th. And so today is... December 10th. So quite a fitting opportunity for me to remind people to be extra nice on December 13th. We can all share in the big give. On that note, we're going to finish up with a fun joke. So you have a joke that you brought to the show that's about commitment, right? It is about commitment and golf because I love to play golf. There was a gentleman who was um, really struggling with his golf game and his buddy said, you know, maybe you should go take some lessons. (laughs) And so reluctantly, the fellow goes to the pro and said, you know, like, well, how much are lessons anyway? And the pro said, well, typically I sell a program, there's six uh, lessons and they're over six weeks, we work on different aspects of your game. And the guy said, well, how much is that? And they said, $450. And so the the guy thought, well, what does it cost for one lesson? And the pro said, well, that's $1,000. And the guy said, well, wait a minute. I can take six lessons for $450 or one lesson's $1,000? And the pro said, well, if you're expecting a miracle, you should expect to have to pay for it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's really good. How can you expect to learn everything you need in one shot. Good job. That That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Thanks, Penny Lee. This has been really fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you had the opportunity to uh, take time out of your schedule. You know, we only have so much of it. And for you to share it with me is really important. So I want to thank you again, Marlene, for joining us. And uh, any last words about commitment? As I said, it's a commitment to yourself. So honor yourself by hanging in there as best you can until it makes sense to recommit. Fabulous. Thank you so much to all our listeners for uh, joining us today. And I'll look forward to speaking with you again on our next episode. Do make note that uh, I'll have Marlene's contact information in the show notes. So you can reach out to connect with her. She is a business coach. And of course, as far as uh, connecting with me, you can send me an email at hello at pennyleeprevo.com. Would be happy to have communication with you. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to wrap up your week with us. I wish you a very happy Friends Friday. Be sure to go out and touch somebody's heart in a positive way on Friday, particularly. I'll look forward to talking to you on our next episode. Bye for now. 
Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevost.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.